having a guest for 10 days is hard to work around. Yeah. And yet, and even if wait you live with her. I, it's easier when I live with her because then I don't have to host her. You know, <laughs> then we're, we just have like a regular schedule. Then but your I've ports are forward. Months. <laughs> it's true. And yeah. if she needs something, she lives with you. So she just does yeah. it. Yeah, it's not like uh, living around here where it's my folks and my folks judge me when I'm not like specifically spending time with her. And I'm like, I have a job. It's not like a normal what? job, but I still okay. need to work. Can I ask? Can I? I want to. I want to preface this since you're like the only one in this group who apparently who brought this up. So, like, when when parents judge their ch- children for not like acting a certain way around their significant other as they want to, like, do you ever just look at your parents and go, "Hey, look, maybe you're fucking old, and no one does that <laughs> anymore, you asshole." Like, <laughs> I hate that shit. I mean, in my case, I. I was leaving dinner early like I usually do and also not watching Downton Abbey with them. And I'm like, I don't want to watch either of those things. Like, have fun. Shell likes it. You guys like it. Just do your thing. Um, but they're like, no, you need to spend time with her and like not neglect her. And I'm like, ah, yeah, like this. That's what, like, like a okay, show about British politics or something? She's feeling neglected. It, it's Thanks yeah, very much. drama show. Like, it's like a high class daytime television show. Do your parents know that your, your, your fiance is an adult? <laughs> And not a puppy, and that she can I, like do what she wants and voice her own opinions. No, no, she's I not. Know. Oh, just so we're clear. <laughs> like, I just don't like. I have I have a friend that has that problem where like he him and his wife came down to visit, and like he came over to my house and was hanging out, and then his parents were like, "What? You don't care about your wife?" He's like, "No, he's on vacation. He doesn't want to be around his crappy wife. Like that's the whole <laughs> point of a vacation. Like." Why Why are you judging him for doing something like his wife isn't complaining? You're complaining. Don't complain for the wife. If she has a problem, she'll bring it up like an adult. It's just like that. I just don't understand why parents are like, oh, I'm going to tell you how to be a good husband or a good boyfriend, son. And it's like, fuck you. You don't know anything. Okay. Uh, I guess the other side of the fence is Shell's family doesn't like me that much and they don't like what I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, they will, like, watch my videos and be like, that's not very good. Uh, you should break up with him. Or even more so, like, Why um, do they watch him? Yeah, why do they watch him? I don't know. Because they want to sabotage her. They're like the YouTube commenters. They're like, I don't like this video, therefore it should never exist. That's it. Destroy. They were visiting visiting some, um, family friends. And, um, and they were watching our last stream together, Bird, actually, where we were were making the, the carousel. Which was, I mean, the carousel was pretty fun. We didn't do anything yeah. particularly <laughs> bad, and Shell was there, and we were having a good time. And her parents are like, "This is stupid." And they were, uh, they were there with their uh, family friend's teenage, college age son. I don't know. He's like, "I could do better than that." And they were like, parroting this at Shell, and I'm, I'm just sitting there, just like with kind of this dumb smile on my face, because like, I get that all the time. Like, who cares? Who gives a shit? Exactly. But. <laughs> I mean, it was, if, you, so if you poke them a few times, the entire slash uh, Let's Play subreddit just turns into people <laughs> bitching about how they can, they're can they just as good as all the big people and they don't deserve what they got and I deserve to be there and stuff like that. Like, that's it's the first reaction people have. It's just a weird jealousy thing. It, also, it, people it, say the same thing about MMA fighters. Yeah. Like, Rowdy Ronda or whatever the fuck gets knocked out or whatever, and people are all like, I could take her. I'm like 40, 45-year-old overweight beer gut guy. Like, oh, I got the weight advantage or some bullshit they always say. It's like, no, it's like, yeah, she will crush your skull between thigh like pumpkin. 
I, I was reading a story about an MMA fighter uh, that goes to like a public gym and she was complaining about how all these like larger women keep challenging her to fights because they're in a higher weight class and they can totally beat her. And then she kicks the shit out of them and they get really offended and try and get, get her kicked out of the gym. And sometimes <laughs> it works. And it's just like, you people are stupid. That's really dumb, I, yeah. I mean, the whole like, point of a weight class is that people of similar skill have different advantages and stuff like that. Not just that yeah. everyone of that entire... Cl it's not fucking... They're not elements in Pokemon. Yeah. You don't just yeah, win it's regardless. Like, <laughs> like, it's not like you're fighting someone who's a, like, a leaf type and you're a rock type. And you're like, oh, this is unfair. Like Your, <laughs> your type is way better. It's like, no, they're like... The whole point is like you're supposed to be like you fight someone in your same weight class because they're at the same level that you are. They yeah. move the same speed. Plus, it's a safety they, thing. Like yeah, if you like fight you outside of your weight class, you can die. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, so I don't know. It, it's that thing of like, what what do you want? If you want an easy victory, then like, are you really gonna feel good about it? Like, hey, I beat that person. Everybody says is really hard to beat because I'm 400 pounds more than she is. Like. I, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I, have you ever tried like like doing a head-on collision with a truck and getting upset when the truck wins? Like, <laughs> the truck is heavier than you and faster than you. It will beat you. Like, that's just that's how life works. Yeah, it's it's funny because it comes up like I'll I'll mess up on a boss fight or something, and then someone will be like, "Well, I guess I should be a less player because I beat this guy no problem." Like, all right, I literally just say, "Go for it." I just, I'm like, yeah. just go for it. It's well, fine. There's being, nothing stopping like, for you from doing it. It's cool. Like, You'll like fail like they all do. And whatnot is like by far the easiest part. It's everything <laughs> else that makes this job hard. I, I think the, I don't know. Like, I, I'm more surprised that her parents would be upset that you're a let's player. And like, I could imagine a lot of other jobs that would be a less suitable job Bragging for you rights. to have. Like, it's hard I, to brag about your daughter's boyfriend being an internet like a professional gamer as yeah. opposed to like a doctor or here's the thing. A oh. investment banker here's the thing you know no what? one's you a doctor do? you should look at them straight yeah. in the face and go <laughs> you know what you guys are right my career choice is really dumb i'm becoming a doctor stripper now you can <laughs> tell are... your friends that you're wonderbot the they... strip doctor i yeah, got a like, exactly. case <laughs> loving you that sounds way better than a, a professional gamer i am a doctor who strips for money like, I mean, because you can't get any better than that. Doctor doesn't pay enough for my gambling. <laughs> I have a PhD in sexy. <laughs> uh, clinically like, sexy. I, yeah, like what? What do you want? You know, like you could probably be a neurosurgeon. They're like, well, I don't know. You, I could be a better neurosurgeon than you. Plus, like being in a relationship with a doctor sucks. Like they're never around. Number one, they make a ton of money, but like that's like really lonely. <laughs> also, excuse you, if you're a doctor, why wouldn't you not be banging all the nurses? Like, why would you ever have a wife? What a waste of time. So, That's what a lot of doctors say. Yeah, so there you go. So you, your daughter should be happy that she's not dating a let's play or a, dating a doctor because <laughs> the doctor wouldn't love her. So, you know, the problem with the impressive the jobs is that they're just they're fucking unicorns. Like, no one. I don't know anyone who has an impressive job, period, in life. I mean, I mean, it, I do, but all of my friends like work at Google and Microsoft and whatnot. So it's, yeah, because well, you got college my, programming like, people. I see yeah. that's the thing. It's like I don't like a job doesn't impress me because a robot can do it better. Like one of so, the most like, successful I, people I know is someone who is like a top person at a some programming company that no one can identify by name. So it's like success, yay! But like, who who gives a shit? Honestly, nobody. And it's like there's, nobody. There's nothing. That's, that's the end result. Nobody gives a shit. And yeah, if... the, nobody who is actually like 
succeeding in life really gives a shit about like um job status you know yep like my dad's an upholsterer my mom works at a like she's climbing ranks relatively fast at a refinery and my brother works at PetSmart. it's like reality like that's life not everyone's gonna be a doctor for a year saying doing stuff i can't explain to people because they won't care long enough yeah. for me to finish the explanation of what it was <laughs> i was at my dentist recently and they're like oh man are you still at college or you know working for nickelodeon and stuff and i'm like nope at this point i'm a professional gamer and i could just see the uh the hygienist who's like working on my teeth so i can barely even respond her face yep. just goes blank and it's like oh so what does that entail and i'm like I mean, it's just like entertainment. I make funny <laughs> jokes. We've hit the point and now she where never spoke staying, to me for the rest of it. Staying I, in college is more impressive than ninety percent of things people do after college. Because saying like, you're a college student, it's like, oh yeah, aspirations and future. You just got to stay I, there for like fifty years. You can keep people impressed forever. Like I feel like at this point, I should just go. Like when people ask, "What do you do for a living?" It's just like I do. I just make up a job. Make up a job that doesn't exist, and then people <laughs> I'm like a Google are impressed. Thorpe. Yeah, it's like. I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a donkey dildo Underwear professional. Model. <laughs> and it's like, like I, pr I make professional donkey dildos, and people are like, I, I've never even heard of that. And it's like, yeah, it's a really high class job, pays like a hundred k a year. I, I want to get, like, I want to get a job someday, warlock. kind of in that, in, in those lines. <laughs> I want to get one paid gig as one of those like wristwatch models, just so I can say that's what I do. No, oh, no, just once. I, I kind of wish anyone would recognize you. Exactly, but everybody would always be guessing. It's like, is that is that Carl's wrist? Is it? Oh no! And just say yes. Just say yes, even when it's a wolf. <laughs> Every wrist, white guy wrist, my wrist. It's all color Makeup. correction. It's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Photoshop. Ooh. It, just be able, just come up with a bullshit reason. Like it's easier to use like a white dude wrist and color correct it because then it's easier for the photographer to balance the color levels. To white balance it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just it, in Photoshop, there's a remove pigment option. <laughs> like, add uh, pigment remove. It's a pigment, pigment slider, sorry. like it's a character creator. Yeah, just like <laughs> woo. <whoop, whoop. laughs> That's interesting. I mean, I've seen the photoshops like every cover of every like magazine where they put a woman on the cover. Like they can just make real. They can just make people from scratch practically at this point. Like, oh they, yeah, yep. absolutely. They don't need to they, hire models. Like the only thing that they need from a uh, from a model is the face, and everything else can just be constructed later. Like yep. I just need the face, and then I'm I'm done. Are you gonna be like T Fury, where you just take two people with blank expressions and use them as the models for like three years? Oh <laughs> God, T Fury's models That fucking blonde so guy awful. with like the half open mouth, like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> and he's been like on the the front page of their website for like years because they just photoshopped the shirt designs on. <laughs> My life is drugs. It's just like a guy. <laughs> My life is drugs. My life. Yes, I always get that feeling whenever. No, no. Whenever I look at those models with like the super blank expressions, like the really chilled out ones, I'm like, they must be high as shit just to have that expression because I don't see people with like that neutral expression otherwise. Or they're just not actually a model and they were blindsided along the street. They just ran and took a photo of them and they didn't know what was going on. Like, I'm using this forever. Oh, God. That's You'll never point. catch me. That is most unfortunate. Sick prank, bro. Wow. I say this, I said this, I tried to use this as a joke, but then I go to the T-Fury website and in the times between now and last time we just mentioned them, like a week or two ago, they've remodeled their entire site and, the, and that character's gone. 
Oh man, they have. It just happened. Like you know, like, we, I, I just checked the this. site like last week when we made jokes about like crossover no, the guys, shirts. No, I think the guy's still there. Well, he he was like they, they used to be front center. Like that used to be what the whole website looked like. But now it's like two giant images. Yeah, but if you it's, click on it on the on the right side, there's like the image of them wearing it. Yeah, the two there are two yeah, different I'm people though. Yeah, I'm pulling a picture of them oh, wearing it. Let's see. Yeah, this. Mr. Frosted Tips is gone unfortunately with his weird like. Are we are we rolling right now? Expression. I mean. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Oh, this geez. guy, this guy doesn't look any more interested to be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also looks like he was just ta- had a photo taken of him for like a stock photo website. Yeah, like it's going to be used for corporate meetings. Like, God, is there? Is, there must be like some killing for whoever like invented the green screen shirt. Was like, oh look, you can just put whatever you know shirt you want on somebody. It's like, whoa! Now we don't have to pay for models every time. We just have one guy stand in one position. And we just put a shirt on. <laughs> yeah. But let's be honest, like, um, you know what? It was probably a lot of some websites lazy... make a lot of their sales based on having like a plethora of like really hot chicks that they like uh, put all the shirts on. Like, um, God, like a lot of like the graphic tee like companies used to do that a lot. Oh, yeah. I forgot T Fury had what's her face from Game of Thrones as a model. Huh. What are you talking about? Isn't that the chick? Not the no. little girl? No, that's not Arya. No. Oh. First of all, that picture no. was taken when she was a really little girl. <laughs> oh, well, so it couldn't be her. I don't remember. Whoa, whoa! Stop zooming out. Because that okay. that picture is older than me watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can't but really the, tell because uh, it's the low quality picture. Yes, it is. So this gaming podcast. Oh, it never talks about like, games. Sort of like her. Well, anyway. Gaming podcast. We should probably talk about video games. <laughs> I was curious about okay. something. I keep wanting to bring this up, Bird, and I keep forgetting to over and over again. I listened oh, yeah? to you and wandered on your podcast from Magfest a while ago, like a long while mm-hmm. ago now, and you had like an offhand comment about like something you did at Magfest that was measuring like the vocal range you had. Oh, that wasn't me. That was um, Danny Sexbang, right? Yeah, yeah. We were talking about Danny Sexbang talking about his vocal range and not knowing. I thought you were yeah. saying that you got tested or something, and they determined your range or something. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, um, so vocal range is a very interesting and weird thing because uh, a lot of it is just tied to, like, biology and, like, what you can do. Yeah. Um, the way that that's usually measured, uh, at least among professional singers, aside from just, like, saying, like, can you hit this note or not, um, to determine someone's range, like, one thing you can do is just listen for when they change, like, certain qualities in their voice like if they get like if well, like it starts when they to skip sound a certain higher, type of sound. Like certain pitches then that tells you something about like what their like how their voice works huh yep i kind of wondered about that because like i know that uh they did a cover of take on me with with the uh, ninja sex party or tupperware yeah. remix party or, mm-hmm. or star bomb or whichever name they're using at the moment it was uh, a yeah. where party. uh they did a cover of take on me where there's a famous high note and he doesn't do mm-hmm. it and it's really distracting because yeah. that's the only thing I associate with that song is how it ruins karaoke <laughs> nights. <laughs> that's interesting. I I didn't um, when I heard him in a concert, I thought he did it. Like that's a song that's like just famous for like for everyone knows the song. Everyone knows the song. And they're like, oh yeah, I got this. Yeah, I can do this one. And then then they, it dawns on them midway through the chorus. You see their their expression panic midway through it because they realize in like three more ver- like lines they're gonna hit the part where they can't and they do get it really high and they forgot yeah. about it until then. <laughs> Yeah, I love that expression. Well, I mean, 
I've watched that, that Ford before. Singer, um, <laughs> God. He does that whole thing in falsetto <laughs> anyway. So that just requires practicing your, like, falsetto. Yeah. Which is, like, a completely different part of your voice than, like, your actual, like, speaking or singing voice. Mm-hmm. That's, that's an awful thing to say. Like, you go to karaoke night just to watch someone fail. Like, yeah. I'm here for your failure. Yeah. It's like when I, mean, I watch. It's like when I was watching Game of Thrones with friends when I'd read the books, and at certain moments I would look to them to see how they react to things instead of watching the scene <laughs> where I already know it's going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's really uh, fun sometimes. Yeah, I guess I I, I, <laughs> I find myself really disappointed when I do that when I show someone something and then I know it's coming up and then I look at them and they're just like, okay. I'm like, well, let's just stop the whole thing. Just turn the whole thing it's off. Favorite we're done party I know how that goes. That's, that's why I hate it showing deflate, people cartoons or anything online. So like, I learned the lesson real hard, partly from Andrew, actually, to just never show people stuff you find amusing on the internet. Yes. Because people, mm-hmm. they'll either completely underreact, and you have that nervous feeling the whole time of like, oh, are they going to like it, or is this like, am I just embarrassing myself right now? Or uh-huh. in Andrew's case, just active disdain vocally the entire video. <laughs> I mean, what did you expect this is. Andrew? <laughs> I, it's I like had, music, I man. You're just like the cool parts coming up, the cool parts coming up, and then you found out that there was never a cool part. What happens That's... is that sooner or later you just have a nu- something seems remarkable enough that you're like, oh, this one will work though. Like after after you've restrained yourself for a while, and then you're wrong again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's how it happens again. The only like time I was ever podcast, right was when I playlist. showed everybody when I showed everybody, uh, oh. "Don't hug me, I'm scared." Oh yeah. Oh, that was so that, good. That worked on that. everybody. <laughs> But aside from that, I've had just flop after flop of what? Why am I friends well, with people? <laughs> I I do remember. Uh, oh yeah, DC 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 is perfect. You know what? I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go watch DC. God damn it! <laughs> well, the 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 way that DC works is because it's nine seconds or like twenty seconds. So even if it's bad for somebody, at least it's over quick. Yeah, yeah. It's like a grenade um, where you pull the pin and run. Yeah, <laughs> exactly I, like a grenade. I, I, at this point, like I, I've never, I've kind of just given up on showing people anything. I just don't mm-hmm. do it because it's just, I, it always results in either people being unamused, disinterested, or not getting the reaction I wanted. Yeah. So I'm just like, eh, forget it. You find it on your own, scrub. It's like, really hard finding out how, to, how in things that people enjoy overlap because it's really easy to to convince yourself that that you've encountered something that like everyone would like, and then the first five people no. you show are not gonna like it. Like even stuff where you seem like it feels like like a movie might have universal appraise and you hear all this good press about it and you really like it and you're psyched about it and then everyone you talk to doesn't like it and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and it it does make it then like very understandable why like things that are popular amongst everybody are really bland. This yeah. is they can't take any risks. Like I tried watching, uh, I tried showing Black Mirror to Andrew in a circle of friends and everyone was basically just. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, in the <laughs> most okay. negative way. <laughs> there there was, like, one thing I liked about Black Mirror. But, like, the rest of it was all this, like, all right, I see what you're doing. I see the punchline. It's not very good. Could you try again? And then we tried it again. And it was, like, same thing. Still see the punchline. Not very good. Please try <laughs> you again. You did, like, episode two better, though, didn't you? Yeah. I think I most did, like, people like episode two, two better because the first episode is about fucking a pig. <laughs> Yeah, like that was which is a was, rough first episode. It makes no sense either because they're like, "Oh, we let the girl go," but it just nobody saw her. She's in the middle of the fucking bridge that people go to all the time. But because everyone's watching the screen, no one noticed she was set free. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" 
don't don't act like there's some guy who just doesn't give a shit who walked by the street like, hey, isn't that the girl that got kidnapped? I should probably call it in. Like, come on, your realism is just dropped. At least the second one kind of had more like, eh, I could believe it in a sci-fi world. Like that made more sense than the fucking first one, which was just saying like, oh, the world's bad. We watch too much TV. Fuck you. Like <laughs> I'm watching TV right now to watch a shitty show. Fuck you. So in the last 24 hours, I played video games with 100% of you that went very poorly for us. Oh my god. I will never, I will yep. never forget Salem. I had an interesting no. day playing Blind Trust with Wander and Salem with Bird and Andrew. Why don't Andrew you go over Blind Trust back. first? Because Wander hasn't said anything, and I'm calling him out now. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was watching the extended cut of DC. And we know what? you were. We know you were watching a video instead of paying attention to us. Yes. I said I was going to go watch DC. I you know, guys that doesn't excuse else. it. It just means you announced <laughs> that you were being the worst podcast guest. <laughs> okay. It's okay. Uh, he's gonna play. He's gonna be playing Warframe in a moment, anyway. <laughs> I mean, uh, blind, blind, <laughs> that wasn't a, no. <laughs> um, so blind trust is interesting. It's like the definition of what like a it? college project experimental thing. Yeah, to, I at least don't they didn't know charge how for it. Got it. On Steam, like I like the idea of blind trust, but it doesn't belong on Steam. That's first and foremost. Luckily, it's free. They didn't charge any money for it. Um, it feels exactly part, like some of those projects like it. Perspective and Our Backular Drop where it's like a weird download you find on a college site that mm -hmm. might inspire it something, like something like a different on, project later. Uh, it, it looks like it belongs on Game Jolt or oh, yeah. uh, Itch.io. Like it totally doesn't belong on Steam and I'm kind of surprised it got through the green light process because that's the only way it really? probably could have gotten through. Um, Are you really surprised though? Have you seen anything that's come to Steam lately? This is true. Whittle Tree Adventures was not much better. I, like, um, I haven't even tried to practice drawing, and I can create better art by hand than some of the stuff I've seen on the front page oh, yeah, of Steam absolutely. lately. That always yeah, 2D, these, kind of... these 2D drawing things. I remember getting a uh, uh, Oh yeah, I just loaded up the website and got Idling to Rule the Gods, which appears to be a clicker game or something, and it's just the most embarrassing 2D art. And it's on the front page right now. Seems yeah, dead. that's pretty bad. Um, so no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so for me, uh, I actually got a key for a dragon platformer like a year ago, and it was drawn with crayons, like legit straight up crayons. And they were trying huh. to like go for the childlike, uh, but failing. Look, but... I assume. Yeah, it's not well, like yeah, crayon I mean, physics it where like it's like pulling it off. It. Like it's not like a uh, crayon quest or whatever or, that game was for the uh, DS. That yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, you know the ones that actually look good. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, honestly, I actually liked the idea of Blind Trust. It was kind of interesting, but I figured, like, I, I felt like it was too limited and... Oh yeah, the whole reason we played it was because we were both totally sold on the premise. What is the premise again? I missed so you, it. So you um, play as two characters. One of you is a knight and the other one is an oracle. The oracle is blind. The knight can't hear. And so there are invisible monsters that you can hear growling, so they can only be located by the oracle, but the oracle oracle can't navigate the environment on their own, because they're blind. Okay. Yeah, that sounds like a, like a college, like, like yeah. hey, we yeah. just graduated from DigiPen. So the way, combat, the way combat works is that, like, the, the knight will guide the oracle using these sound beacons that they can place to uh, okay. try to help them through the level, so they have to use stereo headphones to be able to, to like, locate where they're going and everything. And mm -hmm. then, uh... When they move forward, you'll hear a growl, so then they have to try to use their headphones to try to de identify what direction the, the enemy is to fire a lightning bolt, which makes them visible. 
At which point the knight shoots them with arrows to kill them, and then the oracle can use the, the key to open the next that door. sounds like that premise fell apart immediately. Yeah. It kind of fell apart um, pretty quickly, because, uh... That sounds pretty clunky, actually. Well, it, it was super clunky. I didn't mind it as much as you'd think you would. Like, it only got cumbersome when the game stopped working. Uh, it mm. actually glitched out at oh, one point. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so uh, there are these there are these pillars that are supposed to light up, and they didn't. Oh. Uh, and ah. we spent like maybe ten minutes wandering around, being like, "Where the hell do we go?" Because these are supposed to light up. Because they lit up, we solved the puzzle, and then the game crashed. It's, ba it's basically right a pentagram of pillars that have a crystal on them, and the knight shoots them to make them chime, so that the archer can, so that the uh, oracle can find them to actually like energize them with the lightning, and then they link yeah. together mm -hmm. to open the next door. Yeah, and it just wasn't not, working, according to Wonder. It's not a bad idea, but, like, all of them were black, and I could figure out no trigger sequence to get them to light up. Whoa, so yeah. we started whoa, over with me whoa. as the blind guy. There's a few cute touches, like, when you're the oracle, you can't... All, you, it, you're blind, obviously, but the way they express movement is that you are... It basically looks like that concept of, like, when, like being underwater and, like, there's floaters everywhere. Like, that mm -hmm. kind of concept. Yeah. Like, there's, there's these white puffs everywhere that are very slowly drifting around. And they have permanence in their 3D space, so that means that when you walk around, you see them move, which gives you a concept of how much you're moving, because you would have a sense of motion as a blind person. It just doesn't reflect the environment in any way. So what you're saying is that that game sounds like a perfect candidate for Oculus Rift. Yeah. <laughs> which is weird, because it was not an Oculus Rift game. Yeah, it has no oh. VR. That is, yeah. That's like, that's the perfect time to use VR. I know. I know. That's um, really... God, what... Can we just shut Steam down and start again? <laughs> like, try it I, again. I do actually really wish okay a competing service better... would pop up. Yeah. Well, God. it's weird. They're actually, like, I actually like Origin now. I think their service has been improving a lot, but there's no way that uh, people are going to go over to Origin. I, it's I better Origin's than it was. Maybe if they had the better Zora games. was more popular, too. Desura? Yeah. Did you hear about, like, the weird issues with Desura? Yeah. What have they done lately? Are nope. they dead? I not pay people for a while. Oh well, fuck them. I'm pretty sure yeah. they're dead. Yeah. Like the entire, I think, pretty sure the entire company is dead already. Yeah. I'd have to look into it. Azura, but... brought to you by the people that made Ouya. I know. I've looked up a website recently, or I looked up a game recently where the people were talking about how like the uh, the Desura copy of it was like nine hundred dollars because they're trying to just say no, don't buy it here, but they couldn't take it down. Huh. It's like they wow, just, like, yeah. jacked the price up to nine hundred dollars, wow. so they would only buy it on Steam because I mean, they were just trying honestly, to escape to What I would like is <laughs> a uh, a humble like bundle launcher, like the the people that do humble bundle. Yeah, I could see them actually having like a good distro service because I've always yeah, been I mean, a fan the of their like customer. Yeah, they do. And they've got the uh, customer support. Yeah. All they need is a launcher. Uh, but to close up blind trust really quick though, like. Aside from the weird gimmicks and stuff like that, like the uh, it had issues with us walking through walls. It had issues with puzzles not oh, seeming yeah. to work, and yeah, probably the, probably the toughest thing of all is shit. just the fact that you you complete like three rooms where shoot, find the monster and shoot it, do this weird crystal puzzle, find the monster and shoot it. Oh, the game's over now. Yeah, and so oh, unfortunately, the, unfortunately, the it's just over in like ten minutes. <laughs> the exit cutscene was also uh, like fifteen frames a second. Oh yeah, it looked a lot Which like is... watching like the Diablo two cinematic or something like that. Of like, why is like, this not running? 
whatever computer they used to render that thing couldn't render videos or their settings because it was like it looks like a trailer for Mist back in like the oh, yeah. 90s. Wait, but it was, but it was so... FMV, right? So it was all pre-rendered. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, they would have been better off just panning the camera out. Because all it did was me. it just tracked over the uh, the island you were already on. So it's just like, yep, this is... And so this was a paid game, right? No, completely no, free. free. Like, oh, we're god. complaining about it, but at least we didn't spend money on it. But it's yeah, just like... we're just talking about all the weird, weird ways that it... Like, the, it wow. was an interesting concept, but it failed in these several ways. But yeah, it's, it's just a free thing you download on Steam. Well, on the bright side, yeah. if you did have to pay for it, since it was only 10 minutes long, you just return it. That is true. True. Yeah. Yeah, that would no. not have worked out if they tried to charge for it. No. Yeah. It already has negative reviews on Steam. Usually people are pretty forgiving for uh, free games, but we had to uh, pay for that. Ooh, That's you know, the I've weird part that. about having public reviews, right? Is that they're really unforgiving for really arbitrary things, but super forgiving for everything that is way worse than those things that they're mad about. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's all about public uh, perception rather than anything, like, even vaguely objective. But this is, like, the same masses that'll complain about reviews not being objective. Yeah, I think the... I, I, I don't know, it's like, it to me it's weird, because I think there's the, uh... Like, I've seen that where, like, a lot of visual novels are free to play, people keep making them, but they're, like, some people are really harsh about it for a free visual novel. And I'm like, guys, there's like bad ones for forty bucks, and you're. Like, well, <laughs> I mean, because it's free, it's perceived as having lower value anyway. Yeah. So why, like, if it's a bad game, just uninstall it. Like, who fucking cares? You know, like you don't have to get. You could just say, like, people get like really angry about it. They're just like, mm -hmm. I can't believe this was made. It's like, guys, it's it's free. Like, <laughs> just just say it wasn't fun. Bad story. The end. Like, I don't know why you have to go into like a fucking three paragraph tirade about why this guy should kill himself. Like, it's just a free game. You know, like, if it was $40, yeah. Like, if you if you just bought Duke Nukem, yeah, write a three-paragraph essay <laughs> of why it was a bad game. But, mm -hmm. like, you know, like, I, you didn't fork anything over. In fact, you probably only had to play, like, 15 minutes of a free game, and then we're like, yeah, oh, this is shit, and then left. Like, wow. And the, the download to... probably took you, like, five minutes. Uh, kind of related. I've been playing Warframe a lot lately <laughs> while doing whatever. Really? Really? Uh, really? Yes. Really? Yeah, whatever. I never noticed. Um, Especially yeah. when I try to but, play games on your account. <laughs> but, uh, but so I've been reading, you know, the subreddit and stuff just to see, you know, what do people say about various things. And they recently, like, patched the game. And people have been, like, furious about this. And people have been, like, you know, leaving comments here and there being, like, you know, they've ruined the game and... Like, it's all pay to win now, or, like, I have to spend money on the game. And it's like, how much money have you paid for this game, and how many hours have you so put into it? So you're telling me an update to an online game is, is being claimed to have ruined the game again. Yeah. When, like, in reality, all it did was, like, gave one character a riot shield, which uh, apparently, like, depletes your energy really fast. You're going to have fun with that, Keith. Oh, um, yeah. And, <laughs> so, like, one I mean, of the other characters... Like, every is... video game... It always runs into this issue where it's just like the people that hate something will complain, but the people that don't mind it are dead silent. So yeah. as a developer, you never know if a decision is actually like a good one or not in terms yeah. of the community's feedback. You, your best, yeah, pretty rough. It's yep. it's really tough. Um, best bet is to not give a shit. <laughs> oh well, wow! I mean, clearly, a lot of people. I am looking at the Steam page for Warframe right now, and almost there's like actually a, a big flurry of reviews specifically posted. On May twenty eighth, which is two days ago at the time of recording this. Yeah, that was when the pot patch hit. 
And just every yeah, it's just these big long rants about how the game's ruined, basically. But it's like didn't they didn't barely changed just anything? Literally... That's the best part. Yeah, I thought they just updated a few dynamics of like, how a few character traits worked. They did. They gave um they gave this one of like the characters they, the ability to like how they to, rework like, one Roba character and it ruins the game. <laughs> supposedly. Yeah. And like I've actually been enjoying the game. You know, it's it's mindless and very pretty and that's all I need right now. And um and it's just so weird to like go in day in day out, day out check the subreddit and be like why do these people like this game if they're so angry about it? You do it's, have to wonder that sometimes, sometimes, right? Honestly, it's the yeah. same thing like what happened with Payday. Like, people got really upset because the whole, like, oh, you could buy gun mod skins and they give you slight buffs. But it's like, hey, guys, it's a PvE game. You can't okay. do PvP. Why the fuck are you mad that people can pay to have better weapons and only benefit the team as a whole? Like, uh, well... I will admit that's slightly <laughs> different. So for Payday... Is it? Well, okay, so for Payday, they already had ridiculous DLCs, like 10 bucks if you want to get, like, three to five new guns. Okay. Which, uh, but, you don't, but you don't need them. You can still play the game and have a good time without them. Yeah, but people will kick you. No, they won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah they will, actually. I've never gone oh, wow. like not having DLC packs. Well, don't you play with How your friends? How far were you in that no. game? I, I've, I've played almost, like, what, 20 hours of just with randos? And I never get kicked for... Ha like, did you, I, did you get to the point where you had the sunglasses? Do you even know what the sunglasses like? Yeah, how you I get have. The sunglasses? I, I mean, I have all the DLC okay. packs, but there were times when I like when no, I no, first no, no, started. No, 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 no. Sunglasses aren't DLC. They're or, they're like well, yeah, when you hit uh, the max level and like looped around several times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did they give you a magical stat boost or something? No, no. Nope. It's just to signify that you are a top tier player and you've played the yeah. shit out of this. Like, but like, like if you show up to premiere, some of those whatever, if you show up to some of those missions with like. A perceived low tier gun. I totally got kicked several times. That's uh, that's wow. really crazy. I mean, I've never yeah. had issues finding matches. I've never and like there are times I go like months without buying DLC packs, and I just I'm like I don't really need those guns. I don't care about them, and I just go and have a good time. And I've never had an issue. And it's been like that since I played Payday. Like I've just been able to get into a match, and then because my level's high enough, and it's like all right, well I can do the I can do what you need me to do, and that's it. And then well, maybe that's fine. gotten better, but that was definitely what the climate was when that when the the, the DLC stuff, uh, not when, the DLC, no, the pay to wins. Ironically, to... what happened with the pay to win was you couldn't have skins on. People would kick you out if you had skins. What? Yeah, people were kicking because they were mad who, at everyone who was paying money yeah, for it or something. They were mad who, who people putting money in. So, so they like, were I had a, players. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go in. I like when I had to play. I had a bunch of skins because I, I I invested. I was like, I play this game a lot. I like it. I want skins. And like people were kicking me because they're like, oh, you pay for it. You're a fag. And it's like, what? What? Like I. I mean, at the same it, time, I, I would still I would still argue that the pay to win move for that was specifically dirty because you already buy the game and it's not a cheap game either. Well, yeah, they were saying and, like, in the outright like, they wouldn't do pay to win or uh, yeah. they wouldn't do microtransactions of that kind. Yeah, uh, but, they did. But, but that's the thing; it's not pay to win. That's the difference. Yeah, it's not like I can understand. They said it's, it's pay to win the same way that like maybe Warframe would be pay to win, and that like it's a weird game where you get in a party and shoot bots all day, but you could technically massively skip ahead but, but here's the thing is that like yeah the guns don't make it so like oh i'm level one but i have this skin on a gun and i can do things that level 50 can do no you'll still get fucking destroyed because like the gun the gun boosts are not anything like 
oh man, game breaking, like, oh, plus 50 to fucking damage. They're just like, oh, you have higher stability. Well, thanks. Wow. Or something basic like, oh, well, everybody in your group gets plus 5 XP. Okay. I guess more what? from my perspective, I already considered the company to more or less be kind of greedy with the way they handled things. You know, the oh, constant... The constant, like, DLC packs came off as, like, really money-grubbing, uh, to the point when they did the skin thing, it's like, by the way, you can pay more money for, like, even more perceived small advantages. That was kind of the, that was kind of the end of it, because, honestly, between when I first started playing Payday back when it released, and then, you know, when they added the skins, they added a bunch to the game, but not really that much, not enough to justify the sheer amount of money people had thrown into the game. Yeah, And so it felt really strange to me that they were more or less grabbing yet more money without actually providing content. I, um, I mean, the the goal, I mean, the ultimate goal was to take, uh, they needed money because they had other ventures they were working on. And like those ventures costed them money and they needed it. There was it, a bit of dishonesty but, too with yeah. the financial situation. And, and I mean, that's the thing is like, I, I'm not saying that like the company as a whole is a good company. I'm saying like they've made mistakes, mm -hmm. obviously, but I don't think like it's not... Like, having pay to win doesn't necessarily destroy a game if the game isn't centered around the paying to winning. Yeah. Like, like, and that's the, the, I don't understand why people freak out when the moment, like, oh, someone could pay and have a slight advantage. Well, now the game's dead. Well, what? Well, sometimes people yeah. just freak out because of what people are freaking out about, and that's yeah. just part of the internet. And, like, that's how that's, Facebook and, works, too, is, like, there's just a daily yeah. thing that everyone's yelling about, but tomorrow they'll forget they ever cared. And that's, yeah, and I mean, it's just, it's that thing of, like, I, I just don't, like, when people complain about stuff like that, it's like, you guys are just kind of actually ruining the entire, I mean, like, I mean do you remember when we were scope. boycotting Diablo 3, the most successful game ever released by Blizzard? <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> like, see how that works out. I mean, I, I was boycotting it just because it, I didn't enjoy it. I, I wasn't getting any cool loot. That's not boycotting. Yeah, yeah, that's not boycotting, well, first no, of all. That's Because you salty. already had it. That's just stopping. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I'm boycotting this game that has no monthly fee and I already paid for. <laughs> There's a really famous That's picture of on, um, on the, people on the... saying, like, fuck the new Battlefield. And then, like, after the game got released, somebody went through, like, the list of all the oh, people yeah, that were in that group, the people. and they were all playing it. Exactly. Because you could look up their gamer tags on the actual uh, petition that was yeah. anti-Battlefield for the boycott and everything. But, like, the, yeah. on, on the topic of PayPal, I mean, uh, Wow. What? Wow. Wow. Nice Freud. job. Like, really, I just did, like, a sick, like, movie reviewer zinger on pay on Payday on accident. Kind <laughs> uh, of. No, I mean, that, that type of bullshit where every, every movie reviewer tries to make a shitty pun about the movie they hate based on the title and everything. And it's always really yeah, contrived. Dude, we got it. We got it, Keith. That's not the issue. What, so what about I Pay know, to Win? But the, uh, the thing... No, not a Pay to Win. It's uh, <laughs> the, on PayPal. Damn it. On pay <laughs> okay. Jesus. <laughs> Everyone's confusing me by shouting corrections for the thing that aren't the right thing I'm trying to say. <laughs> Legend of Zelda! So the thing League on Payday is that... Uh, it's, I don't have that much of an issue against their... Uh, against their monetization system, specifically because I'm not invested enough to care about that part. It's just mm -hmm. the existence of the monetization means that they're incentivized to go further and further down the, what makes me not like the game, basically. Because yeah. yeah. I like the mission yeah. structure, and I like the scenario, and I like the gameplay, but I hate the entire metagame of even the original game. Like, before any DLC, I just hate, like, 
gain experience to unlock trinkets that allow you to do basic actions that would have been useful a few minutes ago when you lost that mission, huh? And stuff like that. So, like, I, uh. I kind of hate all of Payday 2 as a concept because whenever you're not in the middle of a mission, it's just constantly spamming you with the 500 upgrades and weapons and skins and weird things. And I'm like, I just, I just want to have a specific set of tools, and those are the things I can use. Like this, like the like I want the I want the Left 4 Dead situation of like hero the specific items in the game. There's like one of each, or maybe like a tier two version you can find halfway through the mission or whatever. And these devices do these things. They all have a specific, uh, easily observed purpose. And then just make a clean game around that. Like I I enjoy that kind of stuff. And I don't yeah, like it's... that Payday is about leveling up and about grinding and uh, about like redoing things. And I don't like anything it's... about like a progression system like like Modern Warfare. And see, I guess uh, on, the, on the other side of the fence is I hate Left 4 Dead because it gets stale so quickly. Like, it, there's, yeah. there's, no in, there's no incentive for me to keep playing once I beat it once. Whereas Payday gives me an incentive because I want to get things in the game. Or I want to go and, like, visit levels on a higher difficulty using the skills and, the, like, all the experience I learned from doing mm -hmm. it before. But, like, Left 4 Dead... Yeah, the, the difference between us, that. I guess, is that I want to play the higher difficulty because... Yeah. Uh, to use my skills... <laughs> Yeah, it's mostly I, the the idea of progression in Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 is that you eventually can like beat the game faster and on harder difficulties, but that doesn't that's not really that rewarding in some respect. The Head I, Dead yeah. Yeah. does do a lot more for that though. It, that but, game gets I mean, a it's, lot it's, harder on the higher difficulties though, because like on, mean, on the easy mode you just play it, and on the harder modes yeah. you actually have to be a team. Well, and I True. mean that's and ultimately at the end of the day the the concept is still the same, which is just. It's four fucking people who just really like doing it, like working together and trying to survive. Yeah. Like, and if you can find four people who like doing it, then great. As long as those four people don't have to do anything excessive to enjoy that game. I like, just never I want to be told that something would be useful in a situation, but you have to go unlock it. I, yeah, and, and that's like, fine. I, like, but at the same, in the same regard, I don't want to like fight for weapons or fight for things that are necessary. Well, I'm not like, saying you I have don't... to find them in the level. I'm just saying that I'm just that that in, in that particular case, that's just how that game is structured. Left 4 Dead 2 often has tier two weapons halfway through a run. But yeah, and I don't. I don't, they don't but there's I don't, no reason. Like, I'm not saying that's the thing I'm stressing as what's important should be in Payday or anything. I'm saying the part where there's the simplicity of like, here's what these weapons are. They're not hide. They're not hiding behind like. A progression gate in the like meta game or anything. Fifty more hours to yeah. use the rifle. Like yeah. I don't, I don't want to go into a mission to rob a bank and I have a pistol and a mask, and other people have like yeah. crazy drills yep. and flashbang grenades and AK forty sevens and body armor and like fifty different things. I'm like, this is literally unfair. You <laughs> this know, is it's not even play field playing field. It's funny. It's one of those. It's one of those kind of games where like uh. Whenever I play Payday, I like to play with people who are um, not as skilled as I am because I want to like, and I want to invest my time into helping others be get to my level. And like, it's there's kind of this fun, like I don't know, I just have a fun aspect of it's like I, uh, Dark Souls co-op. Yeah, it's, it's kind of just like that fun of like I like jumping into a game, seeing that there's low level people because I'm just so high of a level, and seeing low level people and being like, okay, cool. Well, how do you guys want to go about this? Because I'm basically a god compared to your guys' abilities. So, like, tell me what you want, what you guys want to do, how you want to do it, and we'll go and, and do it your way, and we can have fun doing it that way. Like, I'm not going to complain, like, oh, you guys are too low level, fuck off. Like, no, I mean, if you're not high enough level, we're just going to alter the way we play, because that's the best thing about Payday, is that you don't have to do everything by a book. You can, like, jump in there, go halfway through silent, and then just get loud at the end. Or you can just go guns a-blazing. 
And it's like that nice thing of like, if you're playing with people who have a positive attitude towards levels, then you can have a lot of fun. But if you, yeah, if you're, if you have that normal problem that the internet is a piece of shit, then yeah, Left 4 Dead's a better option because then you're running into people <laughs> who are like, oh, you're level two, fuck off, you suck. And it's like, or, you know, like you the thing is, I'm not mad two. because other people have capabilities I don't. I'm just mad that the game has things I can't just use. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. That's what I'm saying is like some people, you know, it's for some people I like I like working towards getting those things, but some people don't want to sit there and have to work and be like told, oh, you'd be much better if you were level five. And it's like, well, what the fuck then? Like, why, you know, like, why don't just give me the thing that would make me be able to complete the mission? Like, I don't know why I have to work, like, why I have to fail in order to succeed later. Like, that makes no sense. It's just perceived, like, like you're getting better, but you're just getting better things. Yeah, exactly. It's not a matter of your skills getting better, it's just you're getting more things that make it's you like better. It's like beating uh, an old school Castlevania versus beating, like, a newer one, like a Metroidvania. Yeah. Yes, and at this point, you're meaning really old school because it's like yeah. the first oh, yeah. We're couple like, games compared to like the last next twenty. <laughs> at I mean, the it's... same time, I I would say I enjoy when there's two progression systems. One obviously is your skill, and one is obviously your equipment. Yeah. I like I like uh, games like Dark Souls, where like every weapon is technically viable depending on how you do it. Though I don't like it that some weapons are more viable than others. Like, it pisses me off that the basic longsword is actually the best straight sword in Dark Souls 3. Yeah. Like, that's that feels really dumb that's to me. That's one of the gambles, uh, is, like, when you try to make everything evil, equal, you try to make everything balanced, but you also try to make everything different, inevitably something still is going to be better forever. That's just every yeah. that's kind of how every balancing yeah. system works, ultimately. But I like, mean, I, yeah, and you could spend like, a million years, like, tweaking every parameter on everything, and you'd never really get there, you know? Yeah. And the good news is but, in a game but, like Dark Souls, you can still make, f like, 50 yep. completely different builds that are all viable and not, like, oh, it technically works, but, like, no, this totally, this totally works type situations. Yeah, but, you know, but at the end of the fucking day, it's just a fucking game. If you're not yeah. having fun, then just don't play it anymore. Exactly, like, don't, and that's why I you know, don't like, play Payday. <laughs> yeah, but it, that's the thing. It's like, and I don't care that you don't play Payday. Exactly. And I don't understand why people get so mad when you say things like that. Like, oh, I just don't like how Payday's set up. Well, oh, yeah. fuck you then. It's like, dude, why do you like Payday? Good. Have fun. Play Dude, it. That, like, that's that's part of my daily life. If I come, if I become anywhere Japanese adjacent, as far as like mm -hmm. video game choices or even discussions go, is that people can't take my explanations for why I'm not interested in something as just an explanation for why I'm not interested in it. It has to be like yeah. me crusading to destroy their entire mm -hmm. way of life. Yeah, and everything and that they like, like in their in their world. Like, like I don't tell do. people to stop playing Payday. I just explain the thing that I don't like about it, and then I go yeah. play the five hundred other games I can play. And I'm not convinced. So, and I'm like, I'm not trying to convince you to play Payday because yeah. I don't give a shit. If you don't want to play Payday, <laughs> don't play Payday, man. Like that's mm -hmm. not. It's not my. It's not my job to convince you to play the game. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> it's not. I just. So on the I, topic of games that we are going to crusade against, mostly because I'm running out of time to record. Let's talk about Salem. Oh. Uh, should be dead. <laughs> uh, 10 out of 10 would not play again. Oh, man. I feel bad. Salem, so Salem, somebody Salem. literally paid me to play this game, so, like, I feel kind of bad. You know, I, I, uh, weird, weird quick uh, segment is uh, with Salem, I discussed it with CeeLo, and he actually came up with an amazing class just right off his head. Mm -hmm. uh, he came up with a, there should be a thief. And the thief can go to uh, houses at night and steal items, but you know what item you stole from somebody. So then it's like Investigator, where you can keep a list of items you stole from a person, and that can, can like push you to convicting them. Like, oh, he stole a gun. There must be a bad guy. 
kind of thing. That seems redundant, though, to the investigator, basically. Yeah, that just but sounds like the investigator, but, but it works. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, well, so just, just gotta make so the, investigator the investigator better. But the nice part would be uh, it, the that everyone knows that a house was broken into. <laughs> oh right. So that way, that person can't like lie and say like, no, that person just made it up. It's like, no, your house did get broken into. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like before we get be... too far into this, let me just introduce yeah. the game because we haven't discussed yes, yeah. that yet. Sorry. So there's a whole subgenre of tabletop games called uh, the, basically social de- deduction games. Generally, you play with like five to eight or more players, and usually uh, everyone or some I big chunk of the Mafia, players. Usually, yep. Uh, maybe that's, that's, I don't. I have zero exposure to, to Mafia, and I don't know where it started or where it came from, or when or how popular it is. But mm-hmm. for a long time, there's uh, just been tabletop games that are social de- deduction games, like Resistance and like Bang and stuff like that, and uh, Ultimate Werewolf Crusade, whatever the fuck. There's a lot of werewolf and Salem-related names of games, too. But basically, mm-hmm. everyone has secret roles. There's, a, there's generally like a good guy team and a bad guy team. The bad guys are usually outnumbered, but oftentimes the bad guys get to know who each other are, while the good guys don't know who anyone is for sure. And you're basically trying to you have, you're taking a series of turns where your actions might betray exactly what your motives are, and people have to deduce socially, basically, uh, to basically argue back and forth and figure out who everyone is and try to win for their team. And there's a lot of really elegant games that handle the system, and like then there's some games that don't handle it so well. And yeah. we, I think, all three of us kind of came away with Town, Town of Salem thinking. That that's exactly what Town of Salem is is a game that does mm-hmm. not really nail it, partly yeah. because it seems to be a like twelve to fifteen player game, and it has like thirty character roles, thirty three roles, which makes that God. which makes like trying to in your head like tr- spiderweb what even is going on and what anyone's trying to accomplish incredibly complicated. But then also every round is about thirty seconds long, and it's on an unstoppable ongoing in game timer, mm-hmm. and it's. It's really rough two... because it, it, it completely changes how the, the game's pacing works. Mm-hmm. Because when I play a game like Resistance at a table with people, every time anything happens, you all argue about it and you go back and forth and you joke and you're like, ah, oh, that guy's a spy and accuse people at random just to get reactions out of them and see how things go. And like, it's all fun like that. And then mm-hmm. you choose to go the next turn when it makes sense. And in uh, yeah. Ultimate Salem, Witch Party, whatever, uh, Town of Salem, uh, there's just a World of Warcraft style corner like dialogue box you can try to type into. But every 30 seconds, when the phase changes, the wi- the text gets wiped out, and you can't get it back. As far as if I remember correctly, no, you can't yep. get it back. And the game just keeps going nonstop, and you can no one can ever pause it. I don't, as far as I could tell. And no. because it's you're online in a text chat, like you're playing a Facebook game or something, you can't. Get really and good reactions from people. Pretty small, and you're, it's just a room of like identical-looking little pilgrim people like, with some username they made up five minutes ago. And it's, considering the text box is basically your main entry into playing the game, the fact that it has so little screen real estate is ridiculous. Oh yeah, because yeah. they need to. That's not, that's not, that's the topic of pay to of uh of monetization and microtransactions we were talking about earlier. Is that at least half the screens dedicated to the most unimportant part of the game, which is the circle of people Cosmetic. standing around. Because it's all cosmetic stuff that you can replace with DLC, and that's their business model. So that means the whole interface has to suffer so that that can be most of the screen when it doesn't actually matter. No. And boy, does the interface suffer. Ooh. Also, yeah. boy, does anybody who pays for stuff in the game, nine times out of ten, are bad guys. <laughs> so, 
That yeah, was really the bad. Way you was the that fact was that brilliant. you could you could take the character models that represent individual jobs and use them as your character model, regardless of what they're, whether or not it was your job, which is really yeah. weird. And it's like it's really unfortunate because the thing there's a thing in the game called scrolls, and the scrolls increase your probability of landing on a certain job that you want. Yeah. But because you can, but because when you see somebody who has a uh, a special character skin, you can immediately assume like, oh, they probably like have enough money to buy scrolls to pick a character trait or pick a role that they want. So, so everyone's like, getting random roles, but they're they're practicing one role over and over again and know exactly how to play it, and they can keep exactly. changing their name and their appearance so no one catches on that it's them every round. Yeah. So then it's like that problem of like the serial killer, like. If there's a serial killer and they're like specifically good at doing that, then they'll always keep getting away with it because they just know like, okay, these are the things I need to do and this is the way I can make it, you know, work for me. It's just like, I don't know. And like, I, I have this problem where like Mafia has the biggest advantage out of everyone. Like, I feel like Mafia has way too much advantage on the field. So I looked at win stats amongst public games. Mafia wins um, 70, 66 to 70% of the time. Holy Jesus. shit. That's so broken. Yeah. Fix the fucking Mafia. Like, by contrast, so in my experience, resistance is super 50 50. Yeah. yeah. So it's like 60 to 70% of the time, one team wins. Then um, about like 30% of the time the other team wins. The serial killer wins 1.5% of the time. <laughs> that you makes know, sense because it's basically impossible. You know yep. what? I, I think the problem is like I, if, the game, if the game forced people to hang someone every turn, it would be a That's better game. That's the other fucking thing. Democracy like, is broken as shit. Oh yeah. yeah, you vote whether or not to hang somebody, but then also... But nobody votes. Yeah, a bunch of people don't vote, or everyone votes innocent, and you can't get anything across, but you also can't convey the reason why you're trying to hang people, because you still only have, like, 30 seconds before the game just moves on without exactly. you. Mm-hmm. It's so really, it's, like, it's a rough system. And yeah, you know why the bad guys like... always win? Because the only way to win as the good votes. guys is really careful communication. Which yes. is why when it's a tabletop game that's playing at its own pace, and everyone's sitting at a table... You have time to hash things out and and try mm-hmm. to logically formulate what's going on. But when it's a autopilot chat room game, suddenly the good guys are totally screwed because they can't get any thoughts on paper in time and everyone's dying in 12 seconds and you can't get anything done. Because we had rounds where we would go to sleep and wake up in the morning and three people were dead. And it was the beginning yeah. of the game. It's like, how the fuck do you strategize around this? What does that mean? There's just three dead people. Say, I would say every round, like, this person's the killer hang them, and nobody would fucking vote. <laughs> no, I know, because I did that for, like, three fucking rounds. I was like, <laughs> kill this one character. And everybody was like, no. Kill the... And then at the end, it was like, oh, yeah, you should have killed that guy. He was a bad guy. Oh, yeah! <laughs> like, if anybody fucking listened, or anybody had the, like, opportunity to just take a fucking second to read the chat room, which they don't normally do, because, of, you know, like, YOLO, don't fucking care, just gonna AFK most of the time. Like, no one left yep. useful wills, no one fucking communicated, and, like, no oh, well, one the wills were anybody. impossible to decipher. Everyone's notes were fucked up. Yeah. Like, the, I, like, and I totally my... get the will thing, because I kept, I started trying to fill out wills that would have useful information, and I couldn't figure out what would be helpful, because I couldn't yep. piece together what was happening half the time. As, yeah, like, as investigator, the most important, like, the most useful thing is just, like, night one, the name of the person, and what the investigation showed up. And, like, that's all you can do. But the other class is like, what the fuck? Like, as a jester? What are you just like, haha, every day is a painful experience. I wish someone would hang me so I could win. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, what's the point of a will? Because you can't contribute to anything. 
and then it's like there's so much oh god it's just such a bad game it's like on our tabletop group we have resistance and a lot of people have played resistance avalon and we have like ultimate werewolf hunter or something like that and we have a game called salem which is very different from the salem game we're talking about and yeah, all of these games have yeah. a nice balance to them god damn it one andrew where <laughs> there's always hey. two teams maybe one neutral character to throw things in there and uh-huh. there's like everyone has really defined abilities usually there's only like oftentimes the two teams are just all the same guy across the whole team sometimes there's one or two special characters to mix things up and and, and but they're always carefully balanced and like the black sheep for me of all the tabletop games we have is this game called bang and its problem is similar to ten of salem which is that it it blows up the maximum player count to like 12 or something dumb like that just like salem does where it's just too many people it adds like four new character classes so almost everybody is a unique character and it even has things where like everyone has hit points and you just shoot people as whenever you feel like it and there's even an attack that hurts literally everybody at the table for one hit point and stuff like that what? so it's such it's such a clusterfuck that like i literally sat down to play bang at one point and played three consecutive games where i died before my turn happened and much like oh, that like Jesus. like town of salem is this weird clusterfuck of just like there's too many characters, there's too many roles, it's going too fast, and everyone's just dying indiscriminately because so many characters can kill things. And so it yeah. leads to, like, it's, it's too, there's too many random elements and too little social deduction going on, so it's kind of defaults, it kind of defies its own premise in a way. So, like, to, like, to recap, like, my three games I played with uh, Salem, like, game one, I was Jester. My job was to convince people I was the serial killer so I would get hung. Uh, night two, I got, I got murdered in my sleep immediately <laughs> i hadn't even yep. spoken in chat or anything well, so game two design it I was so the that mafia. you have 12 players you gotta kill them off fast yeah. and that yeah. sucks ass yeah player elimination is already one of the worst things that happens in any video game i mean in any tabletop mm-hmm. game and this is a tabletop game ultimately it has all of the trappings except for the good part which is being at a table together uh yep. and like day two i our game two i was maf- i was the mafia leader i was the godfather so i was just putting hits on people guess what i just clicked on somebody's name every turn and then they died and then the game ended and I won. I had no strategy. I didn't even bother identifying who was good or bad. You know who your Mafia members are already, so I would just click on somebody every turn. Guess what? They all died at the end. I won. Game three, I was the investigator. Every time I investigated someone, they died that night. Yep. So, like, I couldn't get any intel that wasn't publicly available because I would, I would try to investigate someone. It's like, they can forge documents or something like that. And then they just died that night anyway. No. And no, no. so the person everyone that died, everyone documents. knows who they are because you know the role of the dead people. So it's yeah. like, I had two games where I couldn't do anything, and one game where I had all the power in the world and no actual incentive to think about it, because I could just click on people and they would die. And there wasn't, there was no like temptation of like, oh, they're gonna catch you if you don't click on them. And you, you know where that temptation comes? You know, where, like the risk comes from is sitting at a table and be, trying to have everyone be have a bunch yeah, of time to talk about who the bad guy is cuz then you're like if you're Ooh. the godfather you, you can just stay quiet and yeah. you win yeah and you you can't stay quiet at a tabletop game cuz people you're right. there in front of them and people talk to you and yeah. you have to defend yourself and you have to you can you can accuse people of things and it's my favorite goddamn genre of tabletop games for that yeah. reason mm-hmm. and it's this great, but is the worst feels, way of doing it <laughs> it feels like you're playing every time you play town of salem it feels like you're playing with all people who are opposed to winning yeah. Because, like, yeah, people really. are actively trying to fucking make the game impossible to win oh yeah and it's it's like, why are you here? What is your to prerogative? Not vote, man. Like, 
it's just full of fucking memes and children who don't understand the concept of a game, and you just have to deal with it in the best way possible, which is yeah. to not play. Just and don't like, play. And you were, you were there that night we actually recorded Resistance because we tried to make YouTube videos out of it and stuff, yeah. and one of those games, I specifically said, hang on, resi- the, re- the Resistance is losing against the Spies because we need to slow down, we need to talk about stuff, and we need to figure things out, because that's how the game works. And you yeah. can't slow down a game that has a time limit that's not even a minute long. <laughs> yeah. And the, the game can't force you to talk to each other. It's just a chat room. It's anonymous. You're a bunch of blank avatars with, with dumb names that are all named after superheroes and bullshit because that's what people do is they call themselves <laughs> cats and, and Spider-Man. And like they, yep. they just sit there silently and you can't, fi- you can't even slightly figure stuff out because there's 12... You can't talk to 12 people in 30 seconds. No. That's no. one person per three seconds in one chat box. Like... No one can do that. And, like, who do you even choose to start talking to first? Because, like, you can't... Like, what? <laughs> you don't know anybody's it's class It's mathematically either, so impossible. It's like, so you the be medium talking. kind of works, though, weirdly enough, because... Oh, the medium's cool like, thing the in the game. Like, at the start of the game, only a couple people are dead, so you can yeah. actually, like, slow down and communicate. The, me- the, yeah. the medium is legitimately the coolest idea of the entire game. Yeah, it so works the- great. And then you die in the first turn, so it doesn't yeah. fucking matter. Like, explain in detail what how that works for people that don't know yet, like how the medium class works. Oh, so wh- I played it twice, and uh, the first time I played it, I didn't really know what was going on. But basically, as players died, they entered like the graveyard, and like that was a special chat just for dead players. And if you're a medium, you can talk to the dead players during like the nighttime phase. And then during the daytime phase, you can communicate to the other players if they feel like fucking listening <laughs> the the things that were told to you during the nighttime. Yeah, you're basically now, the, the super issue with will. That is that like you can die at any time, just like any other fucking character in the yeah. game. So if you die in the first night, then like the whole yeah. like good side loses one of their best characters. Oh yeah, but you, can, but you have an ability to communicate with a living person once. And it's really hard to do that. Which yeah. is why, they're the, do it during which is why they're the coolest class ever. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, I want the medium class to be in a tabletop game. <laughs> yep. Where it would work. The problem with that, like, the ability to communicate with the player during the day is that they don't listen anyway. Oh, so yeah. there you go. And the problem with the medium class and tabletop is it would be really hard to anonymously communicate yeah, with somebody yeah, with, without giving them table. away. Um, you know, there is a way you could do that, which would be... Because I was thinking about it last night. The only way you could possibly do it is, is uh, everyone close you... their eyes moments well no like Passing not even the paper. close your eyes moments it's if uh like the um, whoever's the medium gets a cell phone <laughs> and is allowed to communicate well, the problem like, is the via... medium has to be a secret in many of these cases to make them well, safe no so like yeah so there's still that moment when uh like uh so you know you still everybody closes their eyes it's medium's turn but the medium can just pull out a phone and look at the chat room and see what everybody's been but typing. they make so much noise yeah cell phones are not quiet I think what? the best way to do Cell it. Cell phones are not quiet. What the do you best mean? way for a medium to work would probably be to have it's... everybody close their eyes and only mm-hmm. the medium can open their eyes, and then like the ghost can literally write messages to them and stuff like that, and then take I the paper away afterwards. Yeah, that would work. Which too. is which is That'd how be the best like, way to do and it. it makes sense mechanically because that's how tabletop games work for social deduction I mean, games. Is usually everyone closes their eyes, and then all of the yep. spies, for example, all open their eyes to, to identify who each other are, and then everyone closes about, their eyes again before this? the game starts. How about this? The uh, the medium, uh, there's like a little dish in the center filled with notes that the ghosts have been writing. And at the end of each, every turn, you know, during the nighttime period, the medium just gets to pull from that list, look at them quick, and then put it away. They don't talk. 
no phone. But if you're sitting be... next to somebody, you can totally hear them do that. That's the yeah. issue. And it you would, can hear them on their cell phone, it, it too. Is something because that is you can hear somebody, games, like, basically. swiping. Yeah, everything about well, the medium is like playing... tougher to do in, in a video game, in mm-hmm. a tabletop game. Yeah. 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 In any case, it has medium class is the coolest class. Town of Salem is utter garbage otherwise. And yep. yeah, don't play it. Perfect. Okay, I gotta go. You guys feel free to keep talking. All right. But, um, see you next week, I guess. Goodbye, Birdcatcher. Okay. Bye, Bird. User disconnected from your channel. How you guys doing? Uh, I'm having you having a swell okay time. time. You know what? Yeah, I'm kind of appreciating not being able to talk about topics because apparently I have like the worst sore throat I've had in years. Oh, it, uh, well, so I, much, well, your break's over. Yeah, well, I can uh, I can fix that. I can fix that for you. Um, a game. I don't want to drink your cum. No, no. Whoa, uh, it's it's Whoa. not free anyways. Have, have you um, ever heard of that before? You had to go yes. there on There's your like own. Kind of apparently, shitty, it's like a shitty red pill theory uh, thing that is like uh, trying to convince women that like male semen is like really good for them. And yes. anywhere from sore throats to headaches. And I had a friend once that, like, sincerely believed in all of it. And oh, uh, one girl was like, he's just saying these things. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, he is. He does believe this. He's not just, like, touting it. He's actually hitting on people saying, like, oh, yeah, you know, I can totally fix your ills. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, from this, it's okay. He's lots of gross. pineapples. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So, so to fix your <laughs> sore throat issue, uh, the game I've been playing recently was Doom. Um, the new one that came out. Uh, seeing as you hate everything, is it good? It is amazing. I was, I was gonna, I pretty okay. much guarantee you it's, he was gonna love it, because it's, it's, it's everything I've seen it's, about that game. It's old Doom! Someone fucking got it right! They were like, you know what was good about the old Doom? The way old Doom was! And someone just made yeah. that in 3D! And I was like, wow. I was worried it was gonna be a little bit more, like, Call of duty you know, like... That's what I thought. I, I immediately thought that when I first started the game, because it's like, you're in a room, there's two demons, I mean, you get a gun. that was the last year of people being mad about the game. Yeah, and like, so you get up, and you like, shoot two demons, and it's like, okay, go to the next room, there's your armor, go to the next room, now you go into a room, and then the moment you get to the third room, you're like, okay, where do I go? And the game's like, I don't know, where do you go? And it's like, uh, <laughs> what? And then you pause then, the game and see a giant hologram yeah, map, and you're like, holy yes, shit, this is Doom. Map, and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing, thank you. And like you just every so time did they you go, take the, did they make it like completely nonlinear again? Yes, or mostly nonlinear. It's Good. it's completely nonlinear, and like I love it because you go into a room and you're like, "Is this a good room?" And then someone hits you with a fireball. You're like, "Yeah, yo, okay, I'm supposed to be here. There's demons here." <laughs> it's like you just you just run around. And you could just do like I was on a chain combo where I would like do nothing but like shoot, shoot, punch, shoot, shoot, punch, just so I can keep the chain combo of like gouging eyes out and like stomping on people's heads and i was like oh this is just <laughs> this is good this is how games are supposed to be and uh it just it was so fun and like the the your main character doesn't talk because that's a fucking that's how doom worked and so instead he's like really passive aggressive about everything so like they there's people in the world that keep like saying things you need to do i wouldn't it's even like, say passive aggressive <laughs> well yeah, he's okay yeah he's he's basically aggressive about the lore starts trying to happen at him and he just breaks it he he just like throws the screen (laughs) on the ground he's like i fucking don't care he just like throws the screen on the ground just keeps running someone starts trying to narrate the game to him and he literally rips the monitor off the wall and just slams (laughs) it and just leaves all right i guess i need to go buy this game yeah everything i've seen about doom so far makes it look like the first like truly like fun looking shooter i've seen since like halo reach yeah, the thing that sold uh, me on it, I just didn't get around to playing it because I knew 
it wasn't going to be worthwhile from like a business perspective. Yeah, I'm was, just like, um, this game's fucking expensive, so I'll, I'll get to yeah, it someday. Yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, the Terminator reference when you fall into the lava. Um, oh. And the uh, Big Hero 6. The references for Doom look amazing. Yeah. There, there's also the uh, the um, uh, Oblivion reference. There's a guy, there's a skeleton wearing the, wearing the helmet with the arrow in his knee. Oh, yeah, I did see oh, that. No. Yeah. <laughs> And there, I mean, it's it's there's a lot of stuff that I appreciate because there's a lot of things that even do callbacks to the old Doom, and it's just like it it's just so well made. It's it's yeah. amazing that someone I, managed I to... saw oh. I saw the one GIF uh, of like walking through like an old style Doom corridor and then showing up in um in like the real world. Is yeah. that in the game or is that like kind of an intro thing? I've heard that I, there's uh, Easter eggs in every level where yeah, it's a, it's an old level shit. of Doom just hidden around a corner somewhere. Yeah. You just walk into it and it just looks like Doom, but you play it with the current monsters and current equipment and everything, but you're it's an old like pixelated hallway that looks like fake yeah. 3D. Um Wolfenstein did the same thing in that new Wolfenstein game that was utter trash. The uh, first one or second that... one of the new ones? The first one? Um, Basically the full one or the weird mini one that came out a, a year one. later. The full one. Okay. Um in the full one, there's like you can go to sleep, and if you choose to have a nightmare, it brings you into like a pixelated version of oh. Wolfenstein 3D. But you're like, in, but your hands are like 3D, so it's like it, you're, you're you're like a, a high polygon character in a you know pixelated world. But like everything about like I don't know everything about Doom is so good because there's so many things that like the way that they present everything is just this uh um it's just this way of like look. You just need to get the fuck out of here, and it doesn't matter what you do or how you do it or anything. You just need to survive, and everything comes at you with this, like, there's no sense or purpose. Like, I have enemies that are running and climbing on walls, and I'm like, can you just fight me? And they're like, no. And I'm like, fuck you then. And it's just so fun to have to, like, play this game of, like, I just need to kill everything in this room, but there's not a... You know, like, there's not this strategy where it's like, you need to hang behind cover, you need to wait for your heels to come back. Like, you just gotta run, and if you punch someone in the face, chances are health's gonna pop out. So just keep punching. It's cool, because it's, like, it's, it's that really specific version of fast and slow that old Doom was, where yes. combat's constantly circle-strafing and freaking out and dodging crazy stuff and blasting people away, while it also gets slow, because you gotta do Resident Evil-style exploration and finding keys and stuff like that. And... More recently, shooters have done the exact opposite, which is that combat has gotten slower and more about hiding and more about regenerating health and taking cover, but exploration has gotten faster and that's usually running down a hallway and usually having a bunch of cutscenes trigger where, oh my god, look how radical this game is! And all its most exciting moments are all the parts where I'm not playing and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, See, that's it, why I'm it, playing it, Halo it on easier like difficulties. Again. And that's and that's the thing is like uh I see I rented the game originally cuz I was really worried that I was like nah this is going to be trash just like Wolfenstein was. And when, it, like the first like when I first started playing it I felt like okay I get the here it is you know like the linear hold your hand you're a piece of shit you don't know how to play games. And then like the moment that they ditch you in a room with full of demons and they're like okay well you know how to play the game so fuck off <laughs> and it's like what I I'm I'm so happy. I can't even contain how happy I am right now that you don't oh, give a shit about me. What game was I me. playing earlier? I, I was playing uh, Space Run Galaxy earlier today, uh, which is like a tower defense game. And the tutorial's like 20 minutes long. And I'm like, no. Give it, give it to me <laughs> in like five minutes or less. If you can't give me a tutorial, if I can't figure out how to play your game in like a, 
minute and a half, your your game's either too complicated for me, or your your tutorial is dumb. Did you get the pr- yeah. did you, so did you get, like, uh, did you get the proper like tutorial fatigue that just made you stop playing altogether? No, I I played it through just because I wanted to, and it, like it seemed like a charming enough game. But like at first, I was like, all right, you know, it's kind of hammy hammy voice acting. And they'll shut up after a bit and just kind of let me play. Nope. And then they didn't. Like, <laughs> oh. my first my first episode is, like, 50% silence on my part. And I'm like, this is... <laughs> this is not great. It's still an okay game, but it's just, like, that tutorial is hard. Whereas, conversely, I got another game called uh, Planar Conquest. No tutorial. There's a little question mark in the corner that you can press that will teach you how the shit to actually do things but without it you're <laughs> like, like when you launch old school lost. wow and a series of exclamation points pop up on the screen for you to click yeah. on yeah <laughs> yeah i got yeah. the proper See, like tutorial fatigue once it. where i literally didn't play the game because i got star ocean the last hope which i believe is technically star oh. ocean 4 or something like that yeah and i opened up the game and it's it just immediately <laughs> when you press start it's like here's this list of tutorials for combat and i'm like oh fuck and so I click on the tutorials, oh. and it just puts you in a circular room where you have to perform yep. this mechanic to continue. Yep. Yep. And oh. it does that for, like, 15 different mechanics. It took me an hour to get through it. I never played the game. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally stopped with, for the um, day and never came back. I had that problem with uh, I several games, actually. Zysteria kind of hurt. But yeah. um, there was an old competitor to Armored Core. I've totally forgotten the name of it right now. But um, I really loved the first game, loaded up the second on my PS, PS2, and I was like, it just enters you into a list of 20 topics as the first thing. And you have to go through <laughs> each of them sequentially. First is how to go through dialogue. There's a how to talk to people tutorial. And then they stopped giving first. people and it's tutorials not and people fell in love with their Dark Souls games. <laughs> Yeah. Because that's from software. Well, is Armored Core. this isn't from software, though. This is a completely different company. Like, oh. this is a competitor to Armored Core. Oh, I thought I'm you like, said Armored Core. you never made a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> is it Steel Battalion? No, I'd have to look <laughs> it up. It was, like, Xbox and or PS2. It was PS2. The original was Xbox only, and then they switched over to PS2. I'd have to look it up. Oh, like Chrome Hounds, maybe. Yeah. Wait, I think Chrome Hounds is also... From software, never mind. Yeah, I, I, Chrome it didn't had have one of the cool coolest of features I heard of back in the day, which is that it had a voice chat, but all the voice chat was like range based, and so you had to communicate with your team based on proximity. And like there was, some, I think there was some ways of speaking to people that were further away, like a leadership system or a broadcasting thing. But like people could just go radio silent, and you didn't know if they, they meant they were dead or not. Is, is what is my understanding of how that game worked. It's like it was a crazy ambiguity of like that made the game more tense. But uh, the game's dead now and it, the servers are down so you can literally never experience the way that it was known for being uh any of the things that were that were cool about it you can just never experience now. Yay. Yay. Xbox 360 games. Yay, the future of gaming is death. Yay. Yeah, it's an entire Entire generation of console games where there was just a ticking time. Like, we didn't know at the time, but in about five years, all of those hopes and dreams were going to dissolve away that's, forever. That is <laughs> such a fucking... That's a travesty that you're allowed to do that. That you're allowed to just make a game that has an expiration date. Like, that's fucking... It's, it's rough. It's rough that there's like, no direct connection options to default to or anything to, like, try yeah. to save it. It's just like, nope, like, the I, moment someone flips the switch on the server, this game's dead forever. 
it, and it, it can't seems be like archived in a meaningful way. Yeah, there should be Especially a way. if it's like a single player game. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just, like, this game's been dead longer component. than it's been alive now. It came out in 2006 and shut down in 2010. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's like, here's the thing that pisses me off is like, people always complain, like, oh, console, you know, consoles are better, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, look, at least with PC, nine times out of ten, you can always do local connections. You can make your own server. Like, there's a lot of the times that you can, like, just build a server for a game and then connect to that server. And it's like, that's at least nicer than, like, a, a console where you're just completely fucked. The moment that the that the service, the online service, just stops functioning, yeah. you, it's over. And it's like, the, the best example is I have Halo 2 for my original Xbox, and I still have the, the maps for Halo 2, but you can't connect to Xbox Live anymore to download those maps again if you wanted to. Cause right, the, they're just the gone original... forever unless you find a really weird, sketchy source that's archived it in some way that can yeah. be re- replicated. <laughs> And it's like that's it, that's such an uh, an amazing thing to me that that we just accept that as a society that just like yeah oh yeah you know games games that we pay a lot of money for will just expire someday and we can never play them again yeah just the idea it's that like, like I spent what? almost an entire year front to back playing Halo Two online and at some point if not already that experience will just be gone period that's, and that like inaccessible that, yeah unless you're playing it on PC that experience is over for good you can never play it again and it's like that that just sounds horrible that yeah. sounds like a horrible experience like a horrible product yeah to like buy. i can't pop in my copy of halo 2 right now and download containment and then do the glitch where you hop out of the map and do all that crazy stuff again that i used to spend my afternoons on yeah exactly which is stuff that's okay. only supposed to be a problem when it was like a world of warcraft type game where it's like it only can exist as an online crazy thing i found the um i i found the game i was talking about by the way uh it's called slai steel lancer arena international i think it had like online multiplayer or whatever it's the what sequel the to fuck? phantom crash yeah i only found out about these oh, because okay. my neighbor had phantom crash and it was actually a pretty fun mech, mech fighter so i loaded oh, up uh, steel lancer phantom crash i i loaded up steel lancer i think it will be the same thing and it's just tutorials for like 30 minutes and not even interesting ones and i'm like i give up i'm not gonna play this I do not recognize the cover of SLAI. Oh yeah, yeah I don't it remember. Did not this. do nearly as well as Phantom Crash. They tried to Jesus. make an acronym, an acronym that would be pronounced Slay. Or, Wait, it's, yeah, it, or it's Sly. The sequel to no, it's not the Sly. sequel it would to be Slay Phantom Crash. They're, they're mech murder yeah. machines. Yeah, they went from Xbox to PS2. Why didn't you just call it fucking Phantom Crash Two? Because people would be angry Weird. because. They'd have to have two platforms. It's like uh, Bayonetta 2. Piss people off. But it's still a sequel! Yeah. Well, I mean, Weird. the sequel in, in function, not plot, because neither games really had much for plot. Video games are weird, That's man. Fucking... How much is it on Amazon? How much can I buy this right now on Amazon? <laughs> Why would you want to? I don't know. The funny thing is, this game on, came like, out Google one search. year before Chrome Hounds. So, like, these are weirdly time similar. I could buy it for uh, 40 bucks. That's impressive. Why would you? Mech games are uh, weird. Well, that's if you want to buy it if you want to buy it new. If you want to buy it used, it's only 12 bucks. Just go buy virtual on, it's fine. Or yeah. how about you shut your mouth? I'm just going to buy Phantom Crash instead. <laughs> I mean, personally, it's but not at can, all the but same. But you can play the Ontario Tangram. <laughs> it's not the same mechanics, but I'm actually really looking forward to the uh, the Shadowrun people. Uh, they're making a, uh, a Mech Warrior tactical RPG. 
I am really Ooh. looking forward to that coming out. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I miss uh, I miss Mech Assault. Mech. Mech Assault was A so mech much fun. Tactical RPG. Weird. Hmm. I'm ready for it. I don't I'm, know. I'm Maybe. curious. Probably I'm just curious because I'm wondering if like it'll. Will it in some meaningful way take advantage of the fact that they're mechs, or will it just feel like a tactical RPG with mech, mech skins is the question. Uh, they're letting you switch huh. out parts and, like, several other things. I think there was procedural damage. Oh, that's kind of cool. Other things. Just because I, I, I feel like, like, the, like, I feel like they... the fun thing to do if you're making a mech game, especially if you're going to try to turn it into a tactical RPG, would be to play with scale. And like have mechs of different like weight classes, basically. Oh, I would and then love put in, like, that. Like put in foot soldiers and tanks and skyscrapers and yeah. shit. <laughs> that would be that'd be awesome. We're gonna go back to the weight class yeah. issue. <laughs> well, like that's that was what was kind of cool about playing attack the one of the tactical games I played before, which was Metal Gear Acid. Oh, it's a, it's yeah, a yeah, turn-based, yeah. grid-based, freaking Metal Gear game yeah. where you played by using a deck of cards to move around and stuff like that, and. The final boss is Snake on foot fighting a Metal Gear in a tactical RPG, and I'm like, this is interesting, because it's like location matters and stuff like that. It's not like you're playing Final Fantasy, like you're moving around on a grid and everything, and like you're fighting in Metal Gear, and like that was, the scale of it was really interesting. And if there's no sense of scale, then it feels like it might as well, like it kind of defeats the purpose of being like a tactical RPG. I mean, of being a mech game, I mean. I, I would... Love that. Uh, I know this is a reference, but like Big Zam, but in a tactical like, oh, RPG Zam. setting, that'd be really fun. I mean, yeah. that that happened. Like in, a, uh, a, that, there was a lot of really good instances of that in uh, the Dynasty Warriors Gundam games, based on the same property. There is that like the Gundams were different sizes. The boss fights were against like Super Gundams or whatever they're called, and they would just be these giant monster robots that you're fighting in space as like a little robot, and it was. Uh, it was actually like a cool experience to have a different scale there. Because that's one of the cool things you can do specifically in that setting. And I think that you should always take advantage of the setting or the premise you're using. Otherwise, it's just another game where you might as well be playing as a bunch of schoolboys and schoolgirls dressed in uniforms with anime hair that are used for every genre of whatever interchangeable thing they feel like making that day. I've been exposed to too much I would of this lately. Love uh, I was actually kind of annoyed about that in uh, Final Fantasy Tactics somewhat, and they kind of rectified it for the third one. But um, I really didn't like that in Disgaea, where you had like these dragon units that were the same size and stats as everybody else. Oh, I was yeah. like, no, give me a giant freaking dragon. Let me fight it. Yeah, they were really like not appreciably different enough. Like I've even seen fighting yeah. games try to use that mechanic, so it's weird to see other games not try to use it. Because like, there was a... Uh, not as no, yeah, it was a uh, Capcom versus SNK was the series where like oh, some yeah, fighters were worth different numbers of points, and you could pick you could yep. just, you could spend three points on your party of fighters. This like it's the same way you do like Marvel versus Capcom teams where you pick three characters, but you were picking three slots where some characters took up two slots because they had different like power classes basically, and it was actually like an interesting I... gam like sort of system which I don't know if it worked in that specific game because I don't know so what makes a good fighting game but I want to see that in that more game games. That was a bad fighting game. Probably. There were, there were two maybe three large class characters. It's been a while since I've I've um, played yeah. it. Played it with Shell. I mean, my understanding is every 2D crossover fighter is bad. Oh yeah. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was good if I remember right. But even th then um, is, aren't those ones like they're, even at best aren't they good for like 
people looking for fun but bad on like a like whether like any scale of like how you measure fighting games against each other i don't know i'd have to look into that one um i just remember it playing it not feeling like i was completely getting wrecked by some specific character being like overpowered except for the usual like cheese strategies that every fighting game suffers from uh, like low skill levels I, i was thinking more about the one character that can shoot and being able like having to deal with that in some way shape or form (laughs) um but so for uh snk the what was it again marvel Uh, versus i mean capcom versus SNK? snk yeah so i had that one shell and i loaded it up and i just picked the character that looked like he was a giant honeycomb and body slammed her into submission and she couldn't do anything because my character was fucking huge oh and had like such a high reach and stuff and, like, I liked the idea of it, but it, it really was Big Zam all over again. Actually, she figured out how to beat it, so I switched to the other big character, which was just Matoko, I believe, from um, from Ghost in the Shell in, like, one of those big mech suits. And at that point, I had lasers and shit, so not only was I a huge character with, like, a massive, like, reach and damage, but I also had guns and never stopped firing. And it's just like, I liked the idea of this. But at the same time, we're not playing fighting games again, and Michelle hates me now. Interesting. When I encountered that game, I don't think I ever realized Matoko was in it. Yeah. Like I, I completely don't know if she's a secret character it. or not. I, I, I usually, when it's a fighting game, if I have a cheat code that unlocks all the characters, I'll just do it to see if like it's actually fun. Oh, yeah, I've, I've only ever played the game in, in arcades. So it was I brief. See, okay. You know, I... <sighs> I, on, a, on a diversion topic, I I really hate that a lot of games don't have cheat codes anymore. Oh yeah, like I, I I miss that. I miss the days when I could just put in a cheat code and do something cool when like I've done beating the game. Like now it's this thing of like now you have to pay for stuff, and it's like I don't want to pay for oh, yeah. this. I just want to like like I, I sat just there and witnessed have... the death of cheat codes when I saw Godfather One come out for the Xbox 360 and saw that. You could buy all the things I would normally see at the list of like at the back of a Game Shark magazine or something like that. Like, like yeah. oh, that's what happens now. And same thing happened yeah, so when like, I saw like like Dead or Alive Four came out, and like Hitomi had eight unlockable costumes you would get by beating the game over and over again and stuff like that. Dead or Alive Five came out and you had like three costumes for every character, but the game has like five hundred downloadable costumes. It's like unlockables and, it's like, it, and cheat codes are just things that are monetized now. Yeah, and like, like I miss the days when I could just be in like a big head mode, but now it's like, oh, you want that? You have to pay for it. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay. Yeah, it's like, I'm not going to pay to have a stupid gimmick in a game that I should just be able to unlock by, you know, like accidentally pressing in keystrokes. Like, I miss the days. Like, you remember like Mortal Kombat used to have the thing, like when you started the match in Mortal Kombat, you used to have to put in like really quickly the code at the bottom of the screen and you can have like, big head mode or green oh yeah the weird nightmare slider thing that i didn't know what i never identified as a kid like no yeah no one understood what that was but there was some asshole who like who dedicated his life to figuring out what every single slide did and it's like it's i don't know i just missed those days when you could just do that and like unlock everything and it's like it's so obnoxious now that when like I, I, I was watching uh i was watching a friend of mine play gta and i completely forgot that gta 5 has like cheat codes that you can oh, put yeah. In. You pull out your cell phone and, and I, just type them in. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, I completely forgot you could do fucking cheat codes in the game because why would I ever think about cheat codes anymore? Yeah, because like, the big surprise like, is Rockstar of all people, who even does monetize weird stuff in their games with currencies and everything, still has 
stuck to the idea that you just pull out your cell phone and type in crazy cheat codes to get invincibility and unlimited chainsaw and, or whatever the fuck. And that's just like so, when, just like GTA three. And that's just so nice. Like I, I, I missed that. I missed watching somebody play GTA and like doing ridiculous bullshit because they put in a cheat code. Like one of the cheat codes was like all your bullets are explosive. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> like I would not pay money for this, but this is a hilarious thing to watch. And it's just like, I, I don't know. I I miss those days. I miss the yeah. days when you could just be like you could have I, fun. I miss when and Grunt discover... birthday party didn't feel like a weird thing. Like, oh yeah, shoot a Grunt, they totally explode honest. the confetti in Halo. <laughs> yeah, it it annoys me almost more that not that they have like cut it out as a separate DLC thing, but that you know all these games you know, cut it out to be a DLC, and a bunch of games are like, yeah, but we don't do DLC. So instead of being like, yeah, we'll have cheat codes, they're just like, no, we're not even going to have anything. Oh, yeah, exactly. it, it went from being DLC to not existing. Yeah. Yeah, and I I would rather, as much as I hate to say this, I would rather pay like two bucks, three bucks to get the cheat code suite than not have any at all. Because, yeah, it still hurts me on a moral basis, but I really do like screwing around on big head mode or something. And, I just like really weird, uh, secret, crazy stuff being in a game. Oh, shit. Like you typing and I need Richter to play... in as your name in Castlevania Symphony of the Night to play the whole game as a different character. Like, that's crazy. That's, uh, that's, that's so cool. So, so, Keith, we need to uh, somehow get uh, things unlocked for Uncharted when we play that together. So we can <laughs> play through the entirety of the game as Donut Drake. Oh, yeah. You've heard about that, right? Yeah, you can play as Overweight Drake. You can play as, like, different costumes or different characters and things like that. Well, the wow. best part about Donut Drake is it actually changes the game. Like, shit will break under you when you're, like, platforming around. Yeah. So it actually makes the game literally harder. And I was like, I need to play this because this sounds amazing. <laughs> that's just And nobody uh... does that anymore. Like, yeah, like, and that's, it's appalling because it's not like it's a... It, like, on a, on a programming level, it's not like it's impossible to add that in without dedicating a lot of time. You know, it's just like... You just put in a parameter that says if player inputs these commands in this order, then you unlock a thing. And it's like, you know, like if you, it's, it's most of the time, it's stuff that's just like really basic shit, like big head mode. It's such an easy thing to do. It's just if player puts in command in this order, increase size of model to 50%. And it's yeah. like, Okay, there you go. So why the fuck can't you just, you know, humor me a little bit and have I, a little bit I'm of I'm sure fun. a lot of it comes down to, like, games have become much more vicious about, like, bottom line and publishers and, and issues like that. So, it's, like, yeah. the idea of, like, yeah. implementing a feature that has to be bug tested and stuff like that, like, it's, like, that's, like, the stretch goaliest of stretch goal, where right now, unfortunately, a lot of AAA stuff is, like, the last year of its development sometime is like the most horrific crunch because their company's mistreating how the entire production cycle is supposed to work. And so they're busy enough so, trying to make it not need a massive day one patch, let alone put the fun stuff in. <laughs> that I, is what's I nice about this. Naughty Dog is they get all the time in the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It seems uh, like Sony just treats their first party developers well for some reason, like the, when no one yeah, else yeah. seems to. <laughs> I mean, so Sony seems like it still has kind of a, the right idea in a lot of things. Yeah, Nintendo's like that too, though. Nintendo has a lot of eh. like their first party's pretty good about having special stuff. It depends, but yeah, I haven't heard of a whole lot of um, like workplace mistreatment from Nintendo either. Um, actually, I haven't heard of anything really from Nintendo. You don't hear <laughs> of that. Mention. Yeah, you that don't hear the from the inside of them. So, for all we know, <laughs> yeah. they're like actually murdering people. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, I guess I don't hear about a whole lot of Japanese like internal yeah. structures at all. Um, it, that's, it's, that's it's a, it's a double layer protection thing of not gossiping, and also we can't understand them. So, like we have filters through which some like yeah. people only specific well, ways even uh, translate them. It takes effort. So and people and press is lazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, also, um, I believe Japanese culture. You don't complain about your workplace. No. In the same don't. way that like Americans do. Um, on this topic, before we go away from it, I wanted to mention: Do you guys remember the EA uh, spouse controversy? Oh yeah, mm. where like the the story about being an EA spouse and like trying to like like I miss my own family stuff going on. Yeah, I remember that um, from like the LucasArts thing, but I don't remember it from EA or even like the Team Bondi uh, situation. This was back in uh, like two thousand four, two thousand five. This is why I wanted to bring it up that that it was more than ten years ago, but this is kind of perfect. Oh yeah, um, we all knew about they... it, and it, nothing changes about it because there's no yeah system for changing it. Yeah, unless, like, the U.S. changes its labor laws, there isn't. Um, oh, God, it's on LiveJournal. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? That's, that dates that's dated. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's called EA but, the no, Human Story at ea-spouse.livejournal.com for the people yeah, at for, home. For people that don't know, effectively, this woman was, 2004. wrote this big article. And actually, the Department of Labor has been changing things now. So you have to be paid a lot more before you're exempt from overtime and stuff. Uh, so it is, like, changing, but it's not changing very fast. Uh, but effectively, this woman's husband was working upwards of 80 hours a week, if not more, uh, for multiple months at a time, um, purely to get this video game done. And then he got fired afterwards and stuff like that. And it's oh, just yeah. like this horrible cycle of having no job and then having a job that doesn't pay for the amount of work you're putting in and also is slowly killing you um and i, mean, I live in a house full of, of programmers and the unanimous concept is that like they all of them were like at one point into the idea of like making video games but it quickly becomes apparent that if you know how to program the worst industry you could go into is video games because you're going to work the yep. most for the least pay and have the least secure job and yep. have a horrible life basically all under the excuse of, but you're doing your dream job, man. Yep. I, it's horrible. I mean, I worked at, when I was at Nickelodeon. Uh, luckily, I was still paid hourly, so the one week that I worked uh, 80 hours, I uh, made a lot of money from it. And they're like, don't do that. And again, I'm like, don't give me as much work. <laughs> don't do it to me again. 